Hello friends, on today's creativity chat, I wanted to take a moment to say I have not created or shared a podcast the past few weeks, not because I didn't have something to share, uh, it was the feeling of the content being irrelevant and insignificant, not that the people I interviewed were either of those things, it just didn't feel like the right time to share that, so I'm holding some of those podcasts and I will be sharing them later this summer. Today I wanted to talk about films because I have watched a lot of films in my day. <laughs> I don't know where that laugh came from. It, I just felt it and I just let it out a little bit. But these films have influenced me. They've educated me on things that I didn't realize were problems or things that happened in history. And I wanted to share that with people that listen to this because I, I've had friends reach out and ask me for resources. I understand that I should be a great resource, right? But the reality is a lot of books on race I haven't read. A lot of TV shows that people are talking about now I haven't seen, but I have always been in a consistent state of watching films that related to black protagonist and I wanted to share those with you guys. Dark Girl is a documentary that I watched about nine years ago maybe. Yeah I think it was nine years ago and one of the things that I remember specifically several things I remember being the priority of the film were chats about colorism and colorism is basically a prejudice or discrimination against an individual with a darker skin tone and it's typically among people of the same racial group so i know that black people deal with this um, asian people also deal with this as well and one of the ways that this is dealt with is sometimes people result in bleaching their skin which i'm sure many of you have heard of but if you haven't heard of it is it sounds just as awful as it is people will bleach their skin in hopes to become whiter or lighter whatever the situation is and Dark girls hit insecurities that I felt like I could relate to, but also insecurities I hadn't even considered to think about. And there were people saying, oh, like, I don't want to be friends or date someone that has a darker pigmentation. Like, I only want to date women who have lighter skin shades or um, just stupid stuff like that. That's I hate that that's some people's reality, but here we are. It was eye-opening. Then there was a film called Light Girls, and it basically shared the flip side of that story. And I remember thinking, man, why haven't I been made aware of these things? But also, while well, I'm really glad that I'm being made aware of them now, before Rona, Dark Girls 2 was going to come out, and they were going to have a showing at the Fox Theater. I was super pumped about that, but it also got canceled. But one day, I'll watch that one, and I'll tell you if it's good. Good Hair is one that I... Uh, Thinks interesting because it talked about the hair industry, beauty industry, uh, specifically as it related to black females. And I remember Chris Rock was on Oprah promoting this. My mom and I, I'm pretty sure we watched this together. Uh, we also watched Dark Girls and Light Girls together. My mom had always been the type, and she would just say, Hey, Kristen, if someone has hair, like that person has good hair, period. It doesn't have to be a certain texture to be considered good. And then this documentary was really good about uh, bringing to light uh, about wigs and weaves slash extensions, whichever term you prefer. 
I'm pretty sure they went to India, I could be mistaken, but women were having these really emotional experiences. They were going to the temple and they were shaving their heads uh, as worship to whatever god it was that they believed in the women were unaware that this particular place their hair was being sold for ten thousand dollars to turn into wigs weaves extensions and so that always resonated with me of man these these women are like their heart is to worship by shaving their head and yet they have no idea that their hair is being sold becoming is when that just came out on uh netflix it's about Michelle Obama's book that she wrote I I finished it it's just was cool to hear her perspective of what it was like as President Barack was running for office he I don't know if anyone says President Barack but President Obama was running for office and how she was being attacked and a lot of the wives up to that point hadn't been attacked I never really took the time to consider the fact that she had been attacked through the media or by the media and so it was cool to hear michelle share her side of the story also side note sasha and malia speak in this documentary and i've never heard their voices so that was cool i think malia has a really cool voice number five is more than just a game this film uh i it made me weep and i like feel uh kind of way about that because there's just something about basketball like documentaries that get me i don't know i've always been like that lebron james little drew shion willie and romeo grow up playing together i think they were in like elementary middle school they played together and then they went to high school they played together and they were smart to document the process of going to different competitions basketball tournaments and I found it super interesting. I watched it with Grandma F. I was just like weeping and she looked at me like, girl, what is happening? (laughs) So, you know, their dreams came true. I just can't help it. More on the narrative side, Race is a film that I've realized a lot of my friends have yet to see. It's based off of Jesse Owens going to the Berlin Olympics in the 30s. Jesse is black and he is representing America. But it's interesting how Hitler was in power and yet Germany as a whole welcomed Jesse and uh, encouraged his athletic ability. While here in America, though he was representing the entire country, he was still dealing with racism um, and he was considered a threat. So I just thought this film was great. Pretty sure it's on my list of films that have made me cry. Um, Yeah, I think it is. A lot of these films are. And uh, as I explain them, maybe that'll make sense. Loving is based off of Richard and Mildred Loving. They were arrested because they had an interracial marriage in Virginia and it was considered illegal at the time. Even though they like went to D.C. to be married, they like did it legally. Their case ended up going to the Supreme Court and it actually won in 1967. I think it's June 12th. It's known as Loving Day and it's where people like can celebrate the fact that loving versus virginia uh struck down every anti-miscegenation law and it's only been 53 years since that was struck down so miscegenation is basically saying like hey you can't be together because of your race or also um there's no way that you could be married or if your child is born and your child's biracial like that's just not okay so that 
film I saw with Grandma C. I remember we went to the theater to see that. And um, it was like a really good film to see. Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, is, as it sounds, is based on Nelson Mandela's life. Specifically, his autobiography. And I haven't read his autobiography yeah I, it's on my list of things to read um i've been reading conversations with myself and it's just speeches that mandela gave and conversations he had that were written down some of the things he's saying they track very closely to what's happening right now i thought idris did a really great job playing mandela and i remember in one of the interviews that i watched a few years ago he said one of the nights he went to the prison where nelson mandela was he spent the night in that prison by himself which is crazy i don't know if to get into character if i would have desired to do that but he just said i wanted to hear the noises he could have heard i wanted to like really feel what he could have been dealing with and he said yeah it was a really scary night but it helped me get into character even more if you ever watch this trailer i recommend that you watch the uk trailer because i don't know the way they cut the american trailer uh just it it made it look like a totally different film and honestly made it look a little cheesy but it was such a great film i remember my mom and i watched that together the hate you give uh i didn't think i was going to be able to finish it because i was so emotional from this film star is the lead and she grows up in this predominantly black neighborhood but goes to school with mostly white kids and she witnesses the shooting of her childhood best friend so she's trying to balance speaking out on his behalf even in the midst of her school really just defending the cops in the situation and she's like dude i was i was there i actually saw it happen there's a scene where the i think it's actually the opening scene the dad is coaching the children of like if you ever get pulled over make sure you keep your hands out so no one ever thinks you how you're getting something or you don't threaten a police officer that scene was just like really powerful for me concussion many of my friends haven't seen concussion i don't understand why it's such a good film dr bennett amalo or amalu is a forensic pathologist who discovers a neurological deterioration that's similar to alzheimer's disease in football players who have experienced head trauma all right so he publishes this in a medical journal and the NFL comes after him because if this is true, obviously their whole industry could be at risk or at a loss financially. They want to make money and he's obviously a threat to them continuing to make money. Uh, the NFL ends up suing him in real life. Like this this man is a freaking genius. Like so Dr. Bennett Amalu is really cool. If you learn more about him, he graduated when he was 15 years old. And he went to medical school and then he finished medical school at 21. So brilliant mind. Uh, Will Smith plays him in concussion. And I think Will does a really lovely job. Like one of my favorite films I've ever seen Will Smith in. Recommend it. And also it's just interesting. Selma, a film that highlights Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And um, a walk over a bridge in Selma, Alabama. Bloody Sunday is March 7th, 1965. And it's when loads of people black people walked over a bridge and ended up being attacked as they were crossing on their way to they were headed to montgomery but they like got intercepted on this bridge i think it's edmund something bridge i don't remember the name exactly the police officers are on horseback they are 
on the ground they start throwing tear gas and it resembles what we are seeing today which is very eerie and unfortunate everyone was just fighting to be able to vote because the civil rights act came out and yet it was still difficult for black people to vote so the voting rights the voting rights act of 1965 was finally signed by lyndon b johnson president lyndon b johnson there's a quote that's i think is really interesting it's john lewis who's one of the activists who is walking says i don't understand it how president johnson can send troops to vietnam and cannot send troops to selma alabama to protect people whose only desire is to register to vote this film is really special because we just had the ability to vote last week and i don't know it hit me a little more last week of snap it's only been slightly over 50 years for me that i would have been able to vote and the weight and responsibility but also the reality that i voted but i haven't thought about what it costs to get to where i am so a relevant film i would say hidden figures is a film that i think a lot of people have seen katherine johnson dorothy vaughn mary jackson are three black women who work for nasa and they help get john glenn into orbit so i remember grandma c and i went to go see this and i was the first shot i think they're like driving no i know they're driving down the road and i just lost it like (laughs) i thought oh my gosh nothing has happened there's music playing they are driving down the road and i'm sitting here like weeping my eyes out um because here's the thing when i cry it's not even like oh i just like kind of cried it's like generally it's like a full-on weep and this was um one of those situations and i just had this flood of emotions thinking what would my family be like if they well specifically my grandmother because she was next to me at the time what would she be like if she had seen representation as often as i've seen it but the rest of the film was really good i recommend people watch it hair love is a six minute short it actually won the oscar for best animated short this past year it's just a black dad trying to do his daughter's hair and i sent it to loads of my friends because i thought it was like really well done and made me smile um 42 is the story of jackie robinson so chadwick is playing jackie and it's near and dear to my heart because it's the first movie set i've ever been on not that i had any part of it i just got to kind of check it out and um three people that i love got to be extras in it it's just a great story and i thought they did a lovely job of sharing it it was shot in georgia feel a little bit loyal to that um i think hidden figures maybe part of it was shot in georgia but i'm not sure don't quote me marshall number 15 um marshall is based on thurgood marshall he faces one of his greatest challenges while he's a lawyer for the NAACP, which just stands for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Um, Marshall goes to Connecticut. At the time, it was super conservative. And a lady named Eleanor accuses this man named Joseph Spell of sexual assault and attempted murder. So Thurgood is trying to defend him, but he realizes, hey, like I can't defend him alone. I'm going to get help. I'm going to get help with Sam Friedman, who is a Friedman, who's a local Jewish lawyer, and he's never handled a criminal case, but together they build this defense while they are contending with racism and anti-Semitic views uh, from those who have said that Spell is guilty. So 
Pele, I think, Birth of a Legend, is a Brazilian soccer player. And I thought this film did a wonderful job sharing his story. I watched it with Grandma F. Lots of movies that I've watched with my grandparents, as you can see, and my parents. Um, they've just always, like, valued watching films and learning from them. So, great story that I recommend people watch, especially if you like soccer. Like, why not? Harriet, I got to see that at the movies with... James and Socrates. Um, I was super excited to see that. And also it was interesting that Harriet, I didn't realize she was a Christian and I didn't know that she prayed a lot, but they like showed her doing that throughout the film. Cynthia did such a lovely job being her and the song Stand Up, she performed at the Oscars this past year. And where I was watching the Oscars, everyone was talking and I almost like told everyone to be quiet because it was such a cool moment. I was really happy for her it was beautiful just mercy is a film that i actually just finished a few weeks ago and i love the way that the story was shared it was one it's one of the few films that i think was told from the black perspective um a lot of times films like there are a few films that are not told they're told about a black protagonist but they're told in a way that it's like oh we helped them we're good we're white and we helped them they wouldn't have been able to do this without us but this film did a really great job of saying no like we have a black there's a black lawyer who is representing a black man who is just trying to get to the root of this but also experiencing racism as a black man and being belittled even though he like went to school for law jamie fox michael b jordan brie larson tim blake nelson did such a wonderful job of acting tim played ralph nelson or not ralph nelson tim played ralph who is a really important character in the film and i think a sign of a really good actor is someone who is able to use his or her body to emote ralph did that he did a phenomenal job i was scared like i was watching him and i felt i felt a certain way about him because i was a little bit a little bit taken aback by him black panther I wanted to end on this because this is a film that I know a lot of people have seen, but this film was so special for me because I saw it with my entire family. Uh, well, not, I take that back, not my entire family. I saw it with my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandparents, and we all went on like a Saturday or maybe it was like a Sunday afternoon. Watching their faces watch this film was one of the most satisfying moments i've ever had being in a movie theater there is a scene where t'challa is fighting to maintain the throne the camera like goes up this hill or this ledge this cliff and in that shot i lost it here's the thing when i lose it in films it's not when everyone else loses it it's not in a moment that's really deep or moving it is in the moment that I see the outside world hits the inside world. I don't know how to explain that other than I got hit with a lot of tears and it was almost like uncontrollably crying in the theater because the reality that Ryan Coogler, who's a black film director, received a $200 million budget and that representation was immense in this film as well as I was watching this in my 20s with my parents who were seeing it in their 50s and my grandparents who were seeing it in their 70s. I can't explain why that hit so hard but it did. A lot of films with predominantly black cast up until this point had not received funding as that did and obviously we know Disney was behind that, Marvel was behind that but the fact that they like 
put that much money into it is wild but it shouldn't be wild it should be normal all the films that i've mentioned today a lot of them did not receive the same press that rom-coms with white leads uh receive you know things that aren't as of depth yet get a big turnout <laughs> so i wanted to share these films because black panther shattered the box office when it hit over a billion dollars and it's a moment i'll never forget to this day can recall what i saw recall my grandparents faces uh pretty sure at least two of them cried during it it was a moment that i didn't know i needed to have i will treasure it's a moment that i hope to create for not only generations to come but generations that are already alive thanks for listening to today's creativity chat it's a little different my hope is you would take time to at least just watch one of the films that i mentioned uh sometimes you can't have an immense goal of like i'm gonna watch 10 but you can have the goal of i'm just going to watch one and maybe it's one a month or it's one every three months i don't know something that'll give you the ability to walk away more aware of a situation that maybe you did not understand there are other films maybe i'll make a part two in the future these are just the ones that i feel like if you are 10 or 12 or 57 or 92 these would be appropriate for you to watch regardless of your age thank you for listening i hope you have a lovely rest of the day bye